Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Christy Demetrakis, the Empowered Speaker, and I want to welcome you to yet another teleseminar series, the Faith to Conquer Fear Empowered Speaker teleseminar series, and I have a wonderful guest with me today, as I always do. But before that, for those of you who may be joining the call for the first time, Again, this is Christy Demetrakis. I'm the president and founder of the Empowered Speaker, which is a communication skills training company. I coach people to become confident and dynamic public speakers. I'm also the author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams. And it's a book all about inspiring people to do what it is that God has called them to do, whether that's starting your own business, whether that's starting your ministry, whether it's going back to school, whatever that thing is for you, whatever God has purposed in your heart to do, That book is designed to inspire you to do just that and to take action. That book can be found, for those of you who may be interested in purchasing it, on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and you can also pick it up on my website, www.EmpoweredSpeaker.com. So, that's me in a nutshell. So glad you joined. But again, it's not about me. It's about you, and it's about the special guest that I have tonight, And yet another guest that I found on LinkedIn, I say this every time I have a call, LinkedIn is a great place to find professional resources and people to network with who who you can help and who can help to drive your business. And I have another guest with me today, and her name is Dre Cleveland. And let me read you a little bit about Dre before we get started and before I welcome her to the call. Dre is your personal power coach. She's a Brooklyn native, a prolific speaker and success coach, and the founder of the premier coaching and empowerment club for forward-thinking urban adults called the Power Players Club. Dre is the author of God is a Woman, Seven Keys to Self-Love and Empowerment for Women, and The Power Player's Guide to Playing Powerfully in the Game of Life, as well as the soon-to-be-released fiction title, Love and Pain, and that's spelled P-A-Y-N-E. So be looking for that. Her dedication to the true transformation of her clients and her community is what got her the nickname, the Butterfly Queen, with workshops, events, and teleclasses that have proven themselves to be both dynamic in presentation and thought-provoking in nature. With over 10 years in the field of personal and professional development, Dre has brought eye-opening and intriguing programs to various business and social organizations, including TASC, T-A-S-C, Queen's Library, and the New York public school system. She has also been invited to speak on both national and international stages and has participated in various blog talk radio shows and several events, including the Sista to Sista Youth Summit, pictured, excuse me, featured on Essence.com. So we are so excited to have Dre Cleveland with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> How are you? I am wonderful. I'm wonderful. Glad to have you here and glad we can make this happen. We've been trying to schedule this for a while, so I'm so glad to have you here. (laughs) Thank you so much. I totally appreciate being here. Oh, no Um, problem. I'm excited. Well, good. You know, we have, um, we've promised our listeners tonight that we're going to talk about your mental state, what it is, what, what your mental state has to do with you being successful. And it'll be interesting to see exactly what you say, but when I when I think about the title of, of, of tonight's teleseminar, What is Your Mental Game Plan for Success? I think what you're probably going to say is that this goes back to how you think. 
right? Mm-hmm. Being successful has a lot to do with whether you think successful. Exactly. Successful exactly. thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You are So how did you get how right did you get started with this? Let's start with that. How did I get started with um teaching the, people about this particular idea? This particular idea and this or this path of this path of thinking, yes. Well, it started it started a while back when I was in my I wanna say early twenties. Because around that time I was still really a pretty shy person. Like growing up, I was always the the one where, you know, your teacher does your, your report card and it has all of these wonderful grades and on the back they write the the comments to your parents. <laughs> yes. Mine would always be, she's such a smart girl. She's so bright. She's She's very gifted, but she doesn't speak. She never speaks. And I swear if I have my... My report cards with me right now would show you, and the difference to me is remarkable. And the difference started happening when I was in my 20s. And I realized something around that time, which was really that my shyness was not something that I was born with. Like some people think, like I was just born shy. Mm -hmm. What I found was that it had a lot to do with who I thought myself to be. And what I thought my value was, where I got to the point in my in my early 20s when I realized that I truly didn't think that people would listen to me. I didn't think that, that people thought I had something to say. So wow. it stopped me from sharing my own power. It stopped me from sharing who I am with the world because I thought mm-hmm. nobody cared and I thought nobody would listen. Like, who am I? to be that person. Right. And that was the thinking. That was the process, the thought process that I had. And a lot of times we don't realize how how much, not even just about the, the thinking that we have about what success means necessarily. It, it always starts with the thing that you have about yourself mm-hmm. and who you are in the world and who you are in relation to the things that you experience in your life. And that becomes who you are. And so when I realized that that's what I had in my thought process and I was able to make a conscious choice to change it through, you know, my own personal development and, you know, reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of tapes over time, um, doing a lot of my own personal development, that's when I really realized that that's what it was that was stopping me. And after I got that, I started to do things to put myself in a position to be heard, and it wasn't easy <laughs> because you know you still have those things in the background. But I would I would coach myself. I would mm-hmm. give myself affirmations and remind myself that I was worthy, that I did have something to say, and that what I had to share with the world was only going to be what the imprint that I could leave, and nobody else could get that, and nobody else could do what I could do mm-hmm. the way that I do it. What was what was the one thing that made you change? So there had to be something that triggered the change or the need to change. Well, at that time, at that time, I had just started my first business, which was a multi-level marketing business. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, and one of I always tell people when they ask me, like, should I start a multi-level marketing business? I know you did it, and you were very successful. Um, should I do it? I always tell people I think it's one of the best. Um, 
business models that there are out there, and a lot of it is because it forces you to develop yourself as a person. One, because they constantly push, you know, books, tapes, books, tapes, um, conferences, books, tape, conferences, you know, all the time. So just by being in that environment, you grow. But then what started to happen is as I started to grow mentally, I started to grow a team. And I had a pretty big team. It was myself and my husband at the time, you know, and we grew a pretty big team. So it caused me to become a leader quickly, even if I didn't want to be. I had that title because of the work that we had already done. Mm -hmm. And people were looking at me to be that person. And I had to just grow into it. I had to just jump right right in and be that person. And so that that was really, for me, I would say the, the impetus right at that moment where I realized I had to be the leader because these people and their businesses were counting on me being who I knew I was called to be, but I was too afraid mm-hmm. to be before that. Mm-hmm. That's wow. really what. That's good. That's good. You know, I, I'm. thank you for sharing that story, and I know that can be a personal story, right? I'm asking you some things mm-hmm. that you're sharing with people you've never met. <laughs> um, it is okay. But, yeah. I am an open book. You're an open book, and that's the thing about coaching, right? In order for people mm-hmm. to to be able to relate to what you're saying, they have to understand your history and your story, and I think that sets us up perfectly for being able to provide uh, the information that, that we're going to share with the audience tonight. And one of the first things you talk about is this secret formula for changing your thoughts permanently. There's that there's that commercial that says a mind is a terrible thing to waste, but I would also add to that a mind is a a very hard thing to change. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how do you how what would you say is this secret formula for being able to change your thoughts and and change them permanently? That's a bold statement. Yeah. Well, the first thing is that what I would want people to really understand before we even talk about how to change it, I like to share what what that that system is that's really working because, you know, you, we go through life, the entire thing, most of us, and we're never really very conscious of what's going on. And so we just kind of live life the way that it's going, kind of like on automatic and not really being able to see clearly what's actually going on in in our thought process and therefore the results that we're getting in our life. And that's why even with the Power Players Club and what we do in the Power Players Club, I always liken it to being on a court playing a game. Most of the world is like the audience or the in the stadium that you see, you know, the people who are watching and commentating on the game because they have no say in how the game goes. That's usually how we run our life because we don't know what we don't know. And we don't realize that we have a lot more power in this game than we give ourselves credit for, if we even knew that there was a game that was being played. So what I do is take people out of the stands of life and put them on the court and have them with the power to play to win this game and be, do, and have any and everything that they want. And I let them know that it starts with understanding how your mind works and how what your mind is doing directly affects the results that you get. And it can be no other way because... Mm -hmm. Our minds are like computers. So I always say, imagine that your brain is like a CPU of a computer, the working part of the computer. Mm-hmm. And you are the one that has to program those things into the computer. You're like the programmer for the computer. So 
all your life experiences, all the things that people told you are good, bad, you know, ugly, all the things that you've personally experienced, you know, all the things you've grown to like, dislike, whatever the case, are all being programmed into this computer. And they're in there, static, just like whatever you put in a computer. And so once you start printing, when you, you know, plug your computer into a printer, once you start printing, whatever you put into the computer is what's going to come out of the computer. There's no other way it can be. And we don't understand that our, our, our minds are just like that. Our outside, the things that we experience in our life in the physical are the printout of what's been going on on the inside the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can measure. So if you don't like what's around you. <laughs> exactly. You have you. to. Uh-huh. Right. You have to look at the source, and we don't realize that we are the source. You really are the source because once you see that it's you and the thoughts that you've had that have culminated to the point where you are right now, that is the only time that you can make that choice, like you said, that heart, that choice that seems so hard to make most of the time about changing our minds. We don't want to do it because we don't realize that it's us that's creating it in the first place. But once you see that you're the one that created it because you are the one that programmed the computer and the only thing that can come out of the computer is what you put in it, then now you have the power to say, well, this is not the result that I want to get. If I want to change this result, I have to do something different. I have to put a new program in my computer. And so that's like the key to permanently changing the thoughts you have so that you can have the success that you want. And one of the things that, well, the main thing that I share with the power players is the lie model. And a lie model is something that I just created, which was a cute acronym to remind us that our entire life is made up of lies. And hmm. when I normally say that, people go, okay, see, stop, because you, you lost me right now, because mm-hmm. I'm not just making up lies about my life. Like, <laughs> right, you know, right. every, everything that's happened in my life is true, it's real, it hurt, mm-hmm. you know, it was horrible, it was this, it was that, whatever the case. And I'm saying, I'm not I'm not telling you that your life is a lie. Everything that you've experienced up to this point is absolutely real. It was real to you, yes. But what the lie means is that it is a limited interpretation of everything. Oh, I like that. Yes, it's a reminder for all of us that every single thing that we live is just one limited interpretation of everything anything that could, there there are so many different ways that this puzzle could be put together. And the way that you personally have it is only one way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. And if you could give yourself permission to understand that and say, well, if this is one way that I could look at it, then that just means that there are other ways that I could see this and your being willing to see it in other ways gives you the access to do other things, make other decisions that could completely change the course of the life that you already have. Wow. So that's 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 we could talk about that right there just for thirty minutes. Right, but the whole the whole time. Right. That's that's powerful. Um limited interpretation of everything and that's it's one perspective, right? I mean, you're looking at mm-hmm. everything from your personal perspective because those are your personal experiences. So let's assume that people have, you know, figured out that the first thing that they have to look at 
to change their thoughts permanently is really understanding what those influences are, right? Mm-hmm. And then giving themselves permission to open themselves up to a potentially different perspective of how their life has been or how their right. how their mindset has been. What are some of the specific steps to kind of what's the next step of that? So they've had a mind shift. Now, what's the next step? Well, I, I really right now I'll give you two parts because. Um, in the book that I have, which is the Power Player's Guide to Playing Powerfully in a Game of Life that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I give the entire model. So it takes you really through the entire process, the thought process, that you would want to take yourself through whenever you get stuck in a place that seems like that particular lie is destroying any other possibilities that you could have for moving forward in the area. Because because we're not talking about lies in the normal respect that we're talking about, we can say that some lies are good. Some lies actually put us where we want to be. It's still a limited interpretation, but dagnabbit, if it's helping, <laughs> you keep it. You know, we don't we don't want you to change that because that particular interpretation is working for you. But when you have one that's keeping you stuck, you want to do two things in particular that you could start with right now. And the first thing is, like we said, to identify the specific lie that you're telling yourself about either yourself or about a certain situation or about, you know, whatever the case is. Because mm-hmm. you are telling lies about every single thing in your life. You can't even help it because that's all you live in is your own interpretations right. based on those things that's in your computer, like we said before. So some some ideas of that would be like, you know, you might hear yourself saying, no one will listen to me. You know, if you're a business owner, well, I don't know how to run a business. That stops mm-hmm. people all the time. You yeah. know, or I already know that. That's a lie. You know, <laughs> we we do, do you that teach all the that time. that to 13-year-olds? <laughs> mm, yes, yes, definitely. And, you know, I do this for kids, too. I definitely do mm-hmm. this for kids, too, um, in the New York City public school system. But things like that, I already know that, or I'm afraid. It's difficult to get started. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. You know, all those things that you hear yourself saying, you can hear the lie when it's coming out. You can hear it, mm-hmm. especially when it's one that's stopping you. So right. if any of those things stop um, sound familiar to you, you know, you're on the right track with identifying what that lie is. And so once you identify it, you want to play the what-if game. And the what-if game is basically a spinoff of what I say in the book, which is to choose three things that – or three other ways that you could look at that same thing. So the what-if game kind of puts you in that right brain state of imagination and creativity. Because sometimes we can't get there by ourselves because we're so stuck in our story. Mm-hmm. And we're like, like, I don't care what you say. This is the way it is. Right. And, you know, for you, it really is that way. So mm-hmm. it really is hard to dig yourself out of that particular thought process and that frame of mind. So you have the person or you have yourself play the what-if game. So you start really just what if the opposite of what you already said. So what if I knew that people needed to hear what I have to say instead of, you know, they don't care about what I have to say? Or what if I could easily learn how to run a successful business? You know, what if instead of saying I know everything, what if I could look at this in a way I never had before? If I did that, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, what if I just started instead of saying something's too difficult? What if I just started doing it? You know, what if I wasn't afraid? What if I really am already smart enough? Mm-hmm. 
you know, then what would that be like? What if what if those things happen? What would yeah. that look like for me? You know, and then just getting to that level, like this is only the second part. Like there's like mm-hmm. eight different things that you could do, you right, know, right, to to get yourself really powerful in that in this model. But just getting to there will open up so many different things because you could just keep playing. Like at that point, it's a game, you know. And then once you get yourself playing, you could you will number one start to feel the shift, and number two, you get to decide and choose. And that's the most important part of this entire model is the the power of your choice. That mm-hmm. you could even either choose to stay in the life that you already have that's keeping you where you're at, or you can choose to pick something from your what if game and have that be your your new way or your new frame of reference. Because at the end of the day, you made both of them up. Mm-hmm. One of them you weren't consciously making up, you know, but at the end of the day, right, at the end of the day, you made both of them up. One you just know you did, and the other one came about by the experiences that you had, and you just made a decision. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. What you're saying is is very uh, biblically based, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the word says to speak those things that are not as though they are. Because mm-hmm. you you put things into the atmosphere. It's so funny whenever I'm around people, and you know, and just people don't even think about it, you know, unless you're you're really into the word and you can you internalize those things. But people go, "Oh my God, this is going to kill me," you know. "Oh my God, you're killing me," <laughs> you know. Even Absolutely. little things like that. Those are things you say and you're speaking it into the atmosphere, and those are negative things. Yeah. Um, and, and I fully believe that you know, once you say things, you put it out there. The the God himself begins to orchestrate things on your behalf, Absolutely. ideally if they're positive, right? So don't mm-hmm. think you're going to die. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> That's, those are terrible things to say, and and exactly. people don't realize that. And I think what you're saying is very much the same thing. It's it's kind of connecting your language to the goals you say you want to achieve, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and and, and so that was definitely one of the things we were going to talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, we've got We've got about... Eight minutes, so we got a lot to cover in eight minutes, yeah. but this is great. This is fantastic. Okay. So let's talk well, about connecting your language. I was going to say, we should just go straight there. Let's go there. Okay. Um, because, and, and, and it's exactly what you were saying, like pretty much, like I don't really have to say anything because that's exactly what it is, and it is very biblically, biblically based. And I tell people, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian if you're Muslim, if you're Buddhist, if you're anything, most of the major religions that we know of have similar stories of the beginning, beginning with someone speaking something into existence and then it was. Like it's not just one one religion that has that and there's a reason for that because that is where our power is. Our power right. is in our tongue, life and death in the tongue. You know, mm-hmm. you could you could create anything you know, with your words. And once it's out there, it's a thing. It's a it's a living entity that you breathe life into. And we have to be very careful. And that's one of the power principles that we work on a lot um, in the Power Players Club about, you know, honoring our word and, and paying attention, being a steward over the words that you speak. Because that's one of the things you want to do when you when you talk about the goals that you have. When we're talking about energizing our commitments and the goals that we have, we want to make sure we're connecting our language to the actions because what normally happens is we just say things and then we forget that we said it. Yes. You know, <laughs> even something as simple as, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. 
you having an event, girl, I'm coming. <laughs> and <laughs> you so never true. hear from the person again. They don't remember <laughs> that they said that. It's like we are so untrained to honor our word as part of who we are, as who we are, that we are frivolous with the things that come out of our mouth. So right. you find that the more you clear with the universe and be consistent with when you say something, this is what you mean, that literally those little nuances or, or innuendos or serendipities that happen every once in a while start to happen all the time. Because mm-hmm. when you say that something's going to happen, it just does. It just and does. that's it. You know, it But it does. comes from being conscious of the things you let come out of your mouth and taking care of your words. Like Even if you say something that's going to be done at a certain time, if you realize you haven't done it, you know, that you just clean it up and say, I apologize that I didn't do this by this time. Like, you see, I had to send you that a couple of times mm-hmm. um, in the email. But, but just, you honored it. You honored it. That's important. Right. It's just it's just letting people know that you care about what you said and that it right. wasn't like something I said and hopefully she forgot. You know, <laughs> what well, is that? That's, that's a sign of integrity. I mean, that's integrity. Integrity, a lot of people believe and get, get the definition of integrity confused, and they think, you know, he's not, he doesn't have integrity if he's not honest. And that's not, honesty and integrity does not mean the same thing. Integrity is doing what you say you're going to do. Right. And it's exactly what you, it's exactly what you've just described. Exactly. And even if you cannot do what you said you're going to do, that you say that that's the case and recommit to it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and not just exactly. act like you didn't ever say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last thing that I wanted to say about that, um, so that we don't run completely out of time, is that when we're energizing our commitments and we're talking about, you know, making sure that, you know, we have a game plan for success, that we have a goal and we have a big goal, but we want to have the daily habits that fit that goal. Like, I I learned a very cool exercise, and it's so eye-opening, and I want to share it right now. Um, if you take a T-chart, you know, just draw a, a big letter T, and on the left side you just write what your big goal is. Like say your goal is if you're a business owner, I want to make my first $100,000 this year. And then you go on the other side and you list all the daily habits that you have. Nine times out of ten, the habits that you have daily do not match how you're getting to that goal. <laughs> oh, I can attest to that. Okay. When mm-hmm. I first did that, I was like, well, you know, that's why, you know, I'm that's not a That's why I don't have $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is why I'm, I'm where I'm at right now. It makes a lot right, of sense. Right. But yeah. we, don't, we don't think about that. So the first part of that is tying that big goal to habits that you're going to commit to on a daily basis that's going to get you to that goal, you know, and then we got to do some work to make sure we flesh that out and make sure it works, you know, and that those things are really going to get you where you got to go. But then there's the language part, and this is connecting your language to the action because a lot of times, even though we might start to do the habits, you know, our brain, because we haven't reprogrammed it successfully or we haven't been thinking about it like we just said before, you know, you're going through the motions but still saying I'm broke, still professing to be broken. Like we said, life, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly saying I don't have enough money, I don't have this, I, I can't even do it. You know, oh, I wanted to come to your event, but for real, I can't swing that. You know, like I wanted, like yeah. everything is speaking against what it is that right. you're trying to create. So how are you right. creating that? Mm-hmm. 
So to the universe, is you're literally negating the exact thing that you want, and you're really sending the message to the universe that you don't deserve it, which is probably what you're really saying in the first place, and you don't even realize that's what you're saying. Wow. So, so how can people how can people energize those commitments that you talked about? Well, the first thing that we want to say is start by talking and speaking in a way that that will affirm what we want by using statements that start with I am Mm -hmm. because I am is one of the most powerful statements and we know that because like we just said that's what we learn even in the Bible Mm -hmm. and things like that like I am that I am you know be still know that I am God Mm -hmm. everything is about I am because it makes a clear statement to the universe that that is what it is and it will be and it always is that way so that's the first thing Secondly, you definitely want to create, and I said this already, but you want to create clear, measurable action steps. You know, use a calendar, too. This is a good way of honoring your commitment as your word. You know, when I say I'm going to do something, when I told you I was first going to send you that stuff, I put it in my calendar immediately. That's how I know to tell you, like, hey, this is not going to be happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) By the time I said, because I saw it come up in my calendar. I was like, I'm supposed to be doing this. Well, I don't have no computer right now. You know, but this is what's happening. You know, Mm -hmm. so a calendar is a perfect way to keep you on track because it's hard to remember all the things that's in your head. And it clears you up to create also. Yeah. Because you don't have to hold all that stuff in your head. And then lastly is to really get an accountability system. And that's what the Power Players Club is. It is just a major accountability system with a group of people who are all working on playing powerfully in, in the game of their life and they're there to support each other you know, with fun and games, but through the workshops, through the events and all those things, you know, everybody's there to help everyone keep accountable to who they said they're going to be in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but even if you're not part of Power Players Club, there's ways to do that. You could get a buddy. You could get someone who is like-minded in your own circle and say, hey, you know, let's be accountability buddies. You keep me, you know, focused on what I said I'm going to do, and I'll keep you focused, and you do that. Or you go be on calls like this one. You know, Mm -hmm. things that will continue to keep you focused on the things that you say you want to do. And then that's how you easily energize your commitments. That's awesome. Those are are three great points. Talking the affirmation, I love it. I am clear, measurable action steps. You know, what we learn in school is what we learn in business, right? Do the Mm -hmm. things that you can measure. And then get an accountability system or a partner, and I think that is critical. And one of the things that you do, and I, here's what I found to be successful, and then we're going to wrap this up, um, is I actually have a, a marketing coach. And you know, she's, the, she's the person for me that helps me to stay focused on doing the things that are going to accomplish the four strategies we've laid out for the year. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it is, you know, hiring somebody to help you get focused. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody can't do that and everybody doesn't need to do that. But for me, I tried to do it on my own for about five years and I said, okay, you know what, Mm, I'm spending a lot of time. I need to get focused. And and so I hired a coach and I think that's a wonderful thing. Tell people how to contact you, Dre. Well, the easiest way to contact me is to find me at thepowerplayersclub.com because that is our our hub for the club. So all of our information is on there, including other ways to contact me. But um, if you'd like to email me personally, you could just email me at dre at thepowerplayersclub.com. You can find me on Facebook, too. You can find the Power Players 
fan page, Powerfully Positive, The Power Players Club. It'll come right up, and you'll see my big, bright book with a big orange basketball on it. Um, And that's really a great way to connect with us because we update it pretty much every day with different quotes and, you know, information and things that remind us what each of the power principles are and remind us that we should be playing that way in our lives. So that's really one of the most perfect ways. And I'd like to give a special gift um, to the people who are listening. If you visit www.unlockmypowernow.com, you could sign up for my mailing list, but when you sign up, you will get five videos that is basically like a, a mini course on power. So you will actually learn all five of the power principles to help you start to be powerful in your life right now. you get one a day for the next five days, and they're very short and very easy to understand, so you could take it in, watch it real quick, and then live that for the day and let it sink into you so that it becomes part of who you are. So you could be a power player, too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Dre, thank you so much. Again, everybody, this is Dre Cleveland of the Power Players Club, and I encourage you to go visit her website. I encourage you to take advantage of the free gift that she's offering. And uh, and just read more about the Power Players Club. She's doing some great work in the New York City area. So thank you again, Dre. And we look forward to having you on a future show. Thank you. And uh, good night to everybody else. We'll see you next month. Good night, everybody.